Welcome to the official OCPHA podcast journey series, where we interview our pharmacy professionals about their journey into their specialized fields. And today we'll actually be speaking with a special guest, Dr. Bonnie Hui Callahan, on her journey into her current field. So thank you again for being on the show, Bonnie. Oh, it's my pleasure. Yeah. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I'm kind of getting over a head cold, so my apologies, but oh, I'm really okay. excited to be here. For the listeners, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. So I'm a pharmacist by training. I went to USC, graduated in 2010. I'm in the PharmD program. I'm also a mom. So shout out to my pharmacist moms out there for working as hard as we do. And I am not a mom by training. I'm a mom by, I feel like, um, I learn as I go. So that's, that's a whole other story. But I have basically been in pharmacy for now nine years and I spent about four of my years in community pharmacy, another for managed care, and now I am in a role in academia. That's really great. So can you talk a little bit more about, I guess, from your community pharmacy background, like what kind of things you experienced and was it something you expected when you got out of school? Yeah, so it... My community pharmacy experience was overall a a positive experience. It was definitely challenging going, you know, from the school environment to all of a sudden, you know, being the sole person, you know, in charge and, you know, teaching technicians, even though I felt like I was so new myself. One of the really cool things that I was able to do during my time in community pharmacy was take, do a residency in community pharmacy with the University of Cincinnati and Kroger Pharmacy. And in that experience, I was able to see retail pharmacy in a different light. One of the big, biggest things that I was able to work on was, you know, experiencing disease state management. So kind of like Amcare, but in a retail pharmacy setting. So I would set up I would set up appointments with patients and they would come in and we would talk for about 30 to 60 minutes about you know, their medications, how their lifestyle is going and how that impacts diabetes, their cholesterol, etc. This is really significant for me because when I graduated, I just really didn't know, do I want to go into Amcare? Do I want to go into community? And by doing the residency, I was kind of able to get a flavor of both and kind of make the experience my own in that way. So that was really neat. I then eventually took on a pharmacy manager role and was able to understand the operations behind a pharmacy and what it means to have metrics to follow on a daily basis and what it means to hire personnel, what to look for. And, you know, what it means to be a coach for your technicians and for your fellow uh, staff pharmacists. So I feel like in the first four years upon graduation, I had a really in-depth experience in community, overall positive, and still a big fan of community pharmacy. Okay, wow. So you say you also moved into managed care, right? Mm-hmm. So like, how, how was your training in community pharmacy and all your experience with like the AmCare type of roles? How did that kind of prepare you to move into managed care? Yeah, so that's a great question. My role in managed care actually was in the clinical department. And in particular, it was running clinical programs. One of which, as an example, was their diabetes management program. And that fit in really nicely with my background, having had come from not just community pharmacy, but my residency in in kind of helping manage diabetes patients. I was able to take that and figure out in a managed care setting where you're not, you know, seeing and touching the patients, how do you how do you make an impact in diabetes outcomes? And how do you create a program that still manages diabetes patients, but from afar? 
So having the training and residency helped me do that. But to be honest, a lot of the skills was kind of learn, learn as you go. There's obviously a lot of differences between community pharmacy and in managed care. You know, you're no longer facing the patient every day and it's all kind of spreadsheets and, you know, patients become, you know, a line on your Excel spreadsheet. And so there was a lot of adjustment. But, you know, what I realized is that the transferable skills are going to take you wherever you end up going. And kind of my passions for project management and for, you know, for kind of, you know, creativity, all those things I could still apply in this setting and in just a very different capacity. Uh, So let's get into that. Like your current role right now, Mm -hmm. how has all of your previous experience kind of shaped how you're navigating through your current role? Yeah, so now where I'm at is that I'm at Chapman University uh, School of Pharmacy, and I work in the Office of Experiential Education. And in particular, I manage the rotations that are focused in community pharmacy and in ambulatory care, and a number of elective rotations, of which managed care is one of those. So it's really interesting that that I kind of look back on my journey so far, because I really have been able to, you know, take pieces of each of my career paths and build on them. So for example, right now, like I mentioned, I work with students in, in talking about, you know, what is managed care? A lot of, a lot of students, and I, I recognize this myself as a student, I didn't know what managed care was. Um, even as I started the job that I got hired into for managed care, I still wasn't really 100% certain what it was. And so knowing that I'm now able to talk, whether it's a large group session or just one-on-one with students who want to learn more about fields like managed care, fields, you know, like industry that just aren't heavily talked about in the regular didactic curriculum. In addition to that, I still use a lot of spreadsheets. So a lot of my kind of analytical type skills that I developed in managed care, I'm able to kind of carry those forth. And then kind of finally, you know, throughout my time in community pharmacy and even in managed care, it's all about teamwork. It's all about relationship building, you know, knowing who to work with at the right time. And so one of my roles here is to work with preceptors and to work with new sites to have them on board with Chapman. And I feel like my kind of nature, but also my experiences um, working with people has been really helpful for me to connect with the preceptors, onboard new sites, and get them excited to be involved with Chapman. Okay, so you don't really deal with patients now. You're doing more with like, students, right? So Absolutely. One of the questions I usually ask is about what's your most rewarding experience? And usually I get people talking about a certain patient that they dealt with in the past. Mm -hmm. But for you, in this setting, what was your most rewarding experience? Yeah, that's a great question. In this particular setting, I would say that my most rewarding experiences so far have been working with the students. But in particular, I'll give you an example. You know, as you know, the match results came out last week. And, you know, there were students, we definitely had students who matched. And we, as any school has, students who did not match. And so we were able to, I and a couple of other faculty and staff members met with some of the students who wanted to kind of get more advice in preparation for phase two. And I was able to connect in particular with a student who was really interested in managed care. And I knew this student was a great student and I really wanted to help. And so 
we were able to work together. I was able to utilize my network to help facilitate his kind of phase two interview process. Just this morning, we met to kind of brush up on interview tips. And he had any, you know, last minute questions before his interviews in the coming week. So the kind of the one-on-one student interaction, now that I'm on the quote unquote other side of things, has been really um, fulfilling and rewarding for me. I'm able to really say I've been in your shoes. I'm hoping that likewise, the students feel comfortable talking with me and, you know, kind of sharing where they're at and hopefully are inspired in a you know, little bit or a lot, whatever the case may be by, you know, you know, faculty and staff who have really kind of gone before them. Wow. So, so for students out there and pharmacists mm-hmm. out there who kind of want to get into a community practice with like AmCare elements or, or managed care or even academia, mm-hmm. since you have all those experience, do you have any particular advice for them? So my advice, my advice, first of all, is that, you know, don't see any particular job or experience as finite. Don't think that because I'm choosing, you know, this job that this retail pharmacy is offering me now that you're going to be in it for the rest of your life. I think when I graduated, I had kind of these terminal, the terminal thoughts of, well, if I do this residency or if I take this job, then I'm stuck forever. And when I realized that that's not necessarily the case, it freed me up to, you know, take a risk, enjoy the moment and just know that if a career change happens, it can happen. And so, you know, clearly from what I've been through, you know, now that I'm in my, I guess, third type of career path within my, you know, my first 10 years of graduating, I I hope that that gives hope to others out there too, to say, you know, that you're not stuck. If you feel like you are, there's opportunities out there. And what's important is to know and to really get a hold of what your transferable skills are. Are because I think that those are the skills that that employers are looking for and you know are excited to you know capitalize on as a member of their team. Awesome, thank you for that advice. And if anyone wanted to reach out to you, if they had any questions, is there is there a way to contact you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You can contact me at my Chapman email address. It's my last name H U I. Callahan, C-A-L-L-A-H-A-N at chapman.edu. You can also find me on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm there as well. And you can um, always private message me. I'm more than happy to talk more with you. Awesome. Thank you. I'll be putting that in the show notes. And also from my understanding, you're going to be doing a session over at the upcoming Western Pharmacy Exchange that CPHA is holding. Yeah. So can you talk to us? Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Absolutely. Yeah. So our session is on that Sunday. April 14th, it's at 10.30. And Sonia Frosto and I have been leading sessions at WPE over the past four years. This will be our fifth year working together. This year, we're, our talk is entitled Distinguish Yourself, Developing Your Personal and Professional Brand. And really, in a nutshell, it's kind of like personal marketing 101, if you will. But half the session will be focused on talking about the brand of the profession as a whole. What is our brand as a profession? How do we perceive ourselves? How do others perceive us? How do physicians perceive us? And then how does that impact where we're at right now in our profession? So we'll talk, we'll spend kind of half our time talking about branding the profession. And then we'll go into branding yourself. You know, it used to be that branding was, you know, having the nicest looking business card and the nicest logo. But now with the advent of social media and this idea of kind of being an individual and wanting to self-promote that, 
branding yourself has become so much more. So we kind of will go over some tips and tools on how to, you know, establish your online presence if you have one already, or if you haven't, um, if you don't have one, how to start that, and just things to be aware of when it comes to self promotion and building an online brand. So it should be a fun kind of discussion. Type format. Sonia and I are really excited to talk about this and to kind of hear from you guys. You know your thoughts on on branding and、um, any questions that you might have. So come join us. It'll be a fun time, and、um, we'll see you there. Awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. To be respectful of your time, I'd like to thank you again for taking some time out of your busy day to be on the podcast. And I'm sure our listeners have learned a lot about your journey. Great. Thank you for having me.、I、appreciate your time too. Of course. All right. If you guys like this episode, please rate us on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also find out more about our organization by visiting ocpha.org, and you can follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. But until next time, OCPHA is signing off, reminding you to get determined, get inspired.